good morning. Hey, everybody. I hope you guys are having a good day. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins, and today I want to talk about Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman was the extraordinary actor who unfortunately passed at an early age. And Chadwick um, had some problems with his estate. Uh, the estate was not planned properly. And as a result, from what I'm reading, millions of dollars were lost from the estate because Chadwick had no will in place, at least according to the media. So we're going to talk about some of this in one second. So get comfortable, buckle up your seatbelt. We're going to get started on the Black Financial Channel right now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. This is theblackfinancialchannel.com. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I'm your friendly neighborhood finance professor. On the Black Financial Channel, we talk about black wealth and black economics every single day, sometimes as much as 10 times a day. The condition is that we are black first. Black first means that we put our community at the top of our priority list. Black first means that we take care of our kids. Black first means that we educate our families. Black first means we break generational curses. We don't continue them. Black first also means that we teach wealth to our family. We make sure our kids are prepared for the future. If you agree with this philosophy, put a hashtag B in the number one in the chat. Hashtag B1. So uh, let me jump in. And, and uh, MZ, I see your comment. And that comment makes me feel very good. She says, we love you, boys. Thank you for sharing your knowledge with us. Well, I love you too, and I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It's uh, it's not easy getting in these internet streets. There's a lot of toxicity in the internet. A lot of, a lot of unhappy people out here, and and uh, I, I, I just, I don't want no parts on it. I, I told you guys, I don't, I don't argue with nobody on the internet. No black people on the internet. I just talk to the people with that I, where I can love you and you can love me back, and we can be a loving couple. If not, then, uh, then I, I can't get involved with that. So, uh, so comments like that really mean a lot. So, thank you so much. So anyway, all right, so here's the deal. Uh, how many of you, give me a yes or no, how many of you heard uh, about Chadwick Boseman, the Black Panther, uh, the extraordinary actor, uh, and what happened with his estate plan? Is there, is there, if you're familiar, give me a yes in the chat. <clears throat> if you're not familiar, give me a no. That way I can get a sense on how many of you uh, have been sort of following this a little bit. Um, I think it's important to follow these kinds of things. The same thing happened with Prince and uh, a few others. And so, okay, so I see some yeses and nos, and I see Lakeisha and RC and Lady Mel and James Burt. All right, so let me brief you. Let me just kind of give you a good, a quick briefing on it uh, so that we can kind of understand why I'm talking about this topic today. Well, uh, I was just reading some reports today from a few different sources that basically when Chadwick Boseman died, like, you know, he's a famous actor. He played the Black Panther. He was really, really good. He also was in a lot of other great movies as well. And uh, when he died, Apparently, the whole estate wasn't quite totally in order, according to the media. Now, this may not be the case. Maybe there's more to it than, I, than I'm aware of. Maybe they made plans in a different way. I have no idea. But I do know that there was a lot of chatter about Chadwick Boseman and his family not having an estate plan that made everything crystal clear in terms of who gets what and all this other stuff. So what happens is that when you have a void, when you have a void in your death, you're a void in leadership. Uh, or control over assets, and there are a lot of assets at stake. You're, you're just causing a fight. You're causing a fight, and y'all know, y'all know, you know, human beings like to fight, and y'all know, black folks, y'all know how, y'all know, y'all know what it is. We get a little bit triggered, you know. We see a little bit of money, we see a big fight. You know, I got a friend right now who just came into a lot of money. She's she she was uh, kind of honestly in poverty, and uh, suddenly she came across a couple hundred thousand dollars. And you want to start a fight. Anybody ever seen this? You, I mean, you really want to start a fight in your family? Go win the lottery or something. Go Or go out and get rich. Go out and, you know, be in a Tyler Perry movie or something and get about $10 million in the bank. And watch how everything shifts. Watch the dynamics. Money is fascinating. 
And, uh, and, and so, when I, in fact, when I was studying money, uh, when I got my doctorate, in it, I remember not being so fascinated just about how money works and how it can grow and what it can do for you. But I was really fascinated with the psychology of money. I think maybe, who knows, maybe the subconsciously, that's why I married a woman who's a, a really good psychologist, is we talk extensively about how money will just change people's behavior. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Like money will make people make your friend become your enemy, your enemy become your friend. It'll make it'll make you if you're a man, it'll make you more handsome. And suddenly, you know, when I got more money, all my jokes became funny. I became a sexy man to a lot of women. I didn't understand it because I had never really been no GQ smooth type guy. But I but I did when I when I had money in the bank. So money changes things. Money changes people's. Uh, behavior towards you and sometimes it's good sometimes it's bad and and and, I, and when you see the whole spectrum of it you know that it ain't always good and it ain't always bad uh in fact uh, the advice i gave to my friend who came into a lot of money i'll share it with you i told her i said keep it to yourself as much as you can as much money as much as as, as quiet as you can keep it you got to keep it quiet she said well my mama knows my sister knows my boyfriend knows i said okay you done messed up right there you know you like that movie you know you done you know you done messed up don't you you know you know you done messed up don't you right so i said right there that's bad enough because i know your mama i know your sister i know your boyfriend i know i you know that they they got money problems and it's going to come back on you and it's going to be a lot of pressure so i said it, from this point on keep it to yourself wealthy people are not typically loud well, you know, the people that are loud about their money are people who ain't had money that long or are they or their self-esteem has a void and they need people to know they have money so they'll feel better about themselves. Wealthy people that really have money, that are comfortable with their money, don't need to brag about it. I went to the Yale Club this weekend when I took my family to New York. I went to the Yale Club where there's literally billions of dollars in that building and nobody's running around with Gucci belts on. What nobody run around with 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 shine, you know, shiny chains and and talking about how much they get they got this and they got that and they're sitting there and we're talking about fifty million dollar twenty million dollar deals and I'm sitting there listening to these deals but nobody was walking around talking about how much money they have because they know that money will draw a lot of attention money will change people's behavior money can often make you a target so just be really thoughtful about how you manage your money and uh, and don't don't go rubbing it up in people's face don't go get on don't get on Instagram and take a picture in front of your new Mercedes with the bow on it and put hashtag blessed you will instantly create as more enemies than you could ever possibly imagine because everybody ain't gonna be happy that you blessed they're not gonna feel blessed so just be blessed in private right just go talk to God thank God in private you ain't got to tell everybody. So anyway, here's my point. Do me a favor. Hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. Share, subscribe. I want to remind everybody on voicewalkins.com. We have a lot of free resources if you want to learn about wealth. Uh, as you guys know, the Black Business School's right there. But there's a lot of stuff we give away for free. So if you want to just jump in and do some of the free stuff, just give it a try. I think you're going to really like what you see. We focus on black wealth and nothing else. That's pretty much our main focus. We're the best in the world at that. Now, uh, Chadwick Bozeman, here's the deal with his thing. Let's talk specifically about his situation. Then I'm going to take it back to you. Uh, all right, so Chadwick, uh, from what the reports say, he started off with about $3.8 in his estate. So that's a decent estate, sizable, not as big as I thought, um, to be honest with you. I, I really thought that a star, a person that starred in the movies that he starred in would have a bigger estate. I'm not saying Chadwick was a bum or that he's wasted his money. I'm just saying I'd be curious to see those contracts because if, if I go check, I mean, let, let me go Google it right quick. Hold, hold, hold on, guys. Let me see here. Um how much money did Black Panther make? Black Panther, uh, I think the first one made $1.3 billion. So, you know, I just kind of thought Chadwick would have maybe 20 million, 30, 40, 50. 3.8 is kind of small, honestly. Um, 
like you know, like, like just being real, my my estate would be bigger. If you look at my net worth online, it's which I don't know how they got it, but it's a little bit more than that, right? So, I, and I'm not Chadwick Boseman, so I was very surprised to see um, that it was that low. But still, there's money to be shared, and and it didn't, and it kind of kind of got messy, right? So so what happens is, from what I understand, from what I read, first reports were that he didn't have a will or. Uh, or something in place to make sure that there was a smooth transfer of assets. Um, I, 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 now, here's the thing. Somebody not having a will does not mean that they were sloppy. Not having a will does not mean you just, you know, totally screwed up. There are other ways. If you talk to estate planning attorneys, I'm not an estate planning attorney. I spent hours and hours and hours sitting down with mine to make sure my family would be taken care of in case something happened to me. I'm always thinking about my death, not because I want it to happen, but because I know it's going to happen. And I don't want to leave my wife asked out. I don't want to leave my kids in a bad situation. Right. And uh, and one of the things that he did communicate to me that you may want to talk to your attorney about. This is not legal advice, but I'd, I'd encourage you to look into this, is that. There are other ways to transfer your assets smoothly without necessarily having a will. In fact, um, I've heard people actually recommend against the will and saying uh, instead, you know, get, you know, get some, um, uh, you know, get some, get, get some trusts in place. Right. Trust where you can write specific rules about what's going to happen to your money in case you die, things like that. But there has to be something in place to make sure the transfer is smooth. And why is that? Well, because if you don't, then what happens is your whole estate goes into probate. Probate should be called like the money losing machine. Probate should be called the the we we're gonna drain you uh, process because that is an expensive expensive process where uh, by the time your estate comes out on the other side of probate, it's gonna look anorexic compared to what it was before. It's like putting your body into a machine and losing 40, 50 pounds or 60, 70 pounds at one time. The probate will drain a ton of your resources that should be going to your kids. There are lawyers. Y'all don't know this. Uh, some of y'all may know this. Say something in the chat if you are in this category. If you're an expert, you know these things. There are lawyers who run their whole law firm. I'm, I'm not kidding. A lawyer, a lawyer was breaking this down to me. She said, we pay all of our legal bills because people don't prepare for their death. She said, the way we pay all our bills is from the fact that people don't prepare and then they have to pay us to go through all the stuff that they didn't go through in life because a lot of people just believe they ain't never gonna die. They don't wanna talk about it, they don't wanna prepare for it. And 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 so um, she said, she, she said, I don't feel good about it. I, I, I don't want to take people's money. I warned them against it. But some people, no matter how much you tell them, are not gonna listen. I tell my daughter all the time, my, one of our number one rules, whenever she messes up because she wasn't prepared, I say, what is the key to success? She says, preparation. I say, preparation is the key to success. Never forget that. If you don't prepare, then you will not succeed. You will fail. And a lot of your celebrities, unfortunately, are in that predicament. Uh, when Prince died, I don't know how much Prince get. I think it might be close to $100 million that Prince's estate. And may, I mean, maybe I'm pulling this number out of my, out of my head. But, but I, I believe it's like between 50 and $100 million that Prince has donated to the government because Prince... I guess thought that because he could sing good, he wasn't ever going to die, you know, and I'm not making fun of him. I know he might be your favorite artist. Uh, my wife loves him. You know, I said, Hey, but I don't get it. I don't understand how man in panties and high heels can be seen as masculine, but she will fight me to the death. If by for saying something like that, some of y'all might get mad at me for, it, and I'm not mad at him either. I think Prince is a great man in terms of really doing great things for the community. He was a great performer and all these other things, but my Lord Jesus, I just really wish that, 
that there was kind of a, a conversation about saying, how do we just make sure that we protect all of this? You spent all these years writing these great songs, doing these great performances, building all this wealth. Why don't we just sort of protect and preserve it so that the next generation can turn that hundred million into a billion? So, so, so people are rich now. There are people who maybe were middle class, but now they're upper class now, or they're paying for their kids to go to college now, or they bought real estate now off of Prince's money. And these are many of these people are the very same people that Prince fought his entire life. You fought people your entire life because they were trying to oppress you. Y'all remember when Prince changed his name and they couldn't say his name because he was a symbol now, right? So, so he was a fighter. He fought the power every single day of his life. So the very same people you were fighting against were sitting back waiting for you to die so they could take a big chunk of your money because you didn't prepare for your death. I, I really wish we would, as a community, kind of take the time to think about that and have conversations with each other about that. You may not be able to get your own parents to do it or get your relatives to do it, but you can do it. You know, so so here I'll give you a little template. And again, I'm not making fun of Chadwick Boseman's family at all. Um, I think about a third of his estate has been eaten up by lawyer's fees and court costs. Uh, from what I've read, these are the media reports now. Uh, the, the initial value of the estate was about $3.8 million. His family, his parents agreed to split the estate with his fiance, uh, and the amount they're splitting is 2.3 million. 2.3 million. I just really just kind of felt like a guy who was that talented, who was in movies that made over a billion dollars, that his loved ones would be splitting more than 2.3 million. Uh, maybe I'm being overly ambitious with that, but it does kind of make me sad. Now back to you. Uh, one piece of one, one quick thought I'll share with you. And if you stick to the end of the video, I'm actually going to give you guys a stock pick that I like for this week. Um, and, uh, and those of you that are in the class, I gave you a bunch of stocks, but th those of you that are here, I'll give you a stock at the end that you can go take a look at, see if you want to buy it. It's a stock I like. Um, one thing I say to my wife is I, I say, look, everything is in this bag. If something happens to me, go to that bag. You can get everything that you need. Here are the people that you call to get the account numbers, you know, to get access to the insurance policies, to get access to the estate plans, all these things. Um, you know, these conversations are conversations you need to have with other people because you see a lot of people when they die, they have they leave behind these amazing assets that either get taken by somebody or they just fall out of use because nobody's using them. But one, one lawyer was explaining to me that he said people think that there's some database we can search to find how much money their loved ones had. And he said there is no database. The money just gets lost. Billions of dollars get lost every year because nobody claims it. A dead person doesn't go to the bank and get their money out. And so, you know, for example, I'll give an example. I was thinking about I looked at Kevin Samuels YouTube channel and Kevin Samuels YouTube channel. Like, like him or not, you can like him or not. But Kevin Samuels YouTube channel got millions of views every month. That was probably an asset that generated, I'm going to guess, $50,000 a month or more. Right. So so this here's his asset that's worth millions of dollars. Right. If you value that as a financial asset, his YouTube channel, not forget his brand and his name, that's worth something, too. Right. But his YouTube channel is alone is worth millions of dollars. Who's getting that money? Who's going to pick up that check? Right? You know, it, 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 it was there a plan for that? And so I want to I want you to just ask yourself, this is my Dr. Boyce challenge for today. I need you to sit down and think for give me like three minutes of, of, of brain of brain power. And I want you to sit and I want you to ask yourself, if I died right now, right this very second, if I just killed over from a heart attack right now and couldn't couldn't call anybody, couldn't share any information, couldn't go to the bank, 
couldn't go sign any paperwork, couldn't do, couldn't answer no questions. What, who would know what about my life? It, are there people anywhere that can go through my life and get access to my bank account right now or get access to my Facebook page or get access to my, um, my, my insurance policies? Or would they know where to go? Would they know about my Robinhood account or my stash and acorns account? Would they, would they be able to go figure out what real estate I own? And if the answer is no, I want you to think about that a little bit. And I need you to pretend like you're dead. Just pretend like you're dead. I know it sucks. It's kind of depressing. It's like, God, uh. and I went to go see Beetlejuice this week with my daughter. I took her. She wants to be a Broadway actress. So I wanted her exposed to Broadway to kind of see how professionals do it at a high level. And, uh, and Beetlejuice is all about death and everything. I know that's so depressing to talk about. But my Lord, man, all y'all going to die. Now, I hate saying it. I don't know if that sounds sad, but you're going to die, man. Prepare. You got to prepare. You know, but because prep, but here's the beauty of it. Here's the good side. Here's, I'm gonna end on a good note on this, and then I'll share. I'll share with you the stock that I like. When you die, if you prepare for your death, that is your key to immortality. If you die and you are prepared and you take care of those you love, that is your key to immortality. So when people were looking at me like, "Oh, boy, what's going on?" You know, you're talking about death a lot. Are you dying? No, I, I ain't dying. Uh, doc, doc you, you, are you sick? Are you okay? You keep talking about death a lot. No, I'm good. I'm, 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 I'm not. No, I'm not depressed. And you're depressed. You, you're going to be. You're not suicidal. Or, no, none of that. In fact, I have never been more alive because I have accepted that my physical death is going to occur, and the only chance I have to live forever and to be immortal is through my spiritual life. That spiritually, I can live forever but I got to have a plan. So the question I ask all of you right now today is what is your plan? Your body is going to expire, but your presence, your impact, your spirit can live forever. If you take care of people behind you who can say, I'm living good now because of what my great, great grandma did back in 2022. I, and this is real. My wife bought her first house in, in, in the 1990s with money that her great grandfather put into a savings bond in 1945. You you tell you 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 don't believe that this man gets honored around this house? You don't you don't believe that this man gets talked about as if he's still here? You know that that's a legacy, damn it. Go build a legacy. Stop worrying about what's happening right now. Stop worrying about people around you. Stop worrying about little stupid situations that you all involved in. Stop worrying about your favorite celebrity. Stop worrying about what you saw on the BET Awards and start thinking about the big picture. The big picture is you. The big picture is your family. The big picture is your legacy. The big picture is your impact. Go make your impact right now. I don't care what everybody else is doing. I need you to do something different. That's all I want to share. Stock for today, Citigroup. I like Citigroup. I feel like it's oversold. I feel like the price has been pushed down a lot. I think it's a good long-term investment. That's what I'm saying. I'm not telling you what to do. This is not investment advice, but that is a stock that I'm looking at very closely, and I may buy more shares myself. All right. So with that being said, um, don't forget, uh, July 7th, we start our next Black Wealth Bootcamp. The Black Wealth Bootcamp is going to focus on ways to generate consistent income by selling call options. A lot of people love to buy call options. They love to buy options because it's like quick money and gambling and all that. I don't buy call. I don't buy options. I sell them. Selling means you you don't you're not taking the risk. 
you're getting the consistent income. I like the consistent income. I don't need to make all the money. I just want to make enough money to take care of my family. And I like the consistency of it. So I thought I would teach a class on it. So if you'd like to come to the class or you'd like to do it, we're doing a Q&A tonight for those of you that are curious and don't know what's going on or those of you that are signed up and want to know what to expect or want to even throw in suggestions on what we can cover. All that's going to happen tonight. So if you'd like to join us, just go to voicewalkins.com. Right at the top, there's a link to uh, join the Q&A for tonight. There's also a link if you'd like to join the class. We get started on July 7th. We're going to go four weeks. So uh, anyway, guys, I'm out of here. Have a good day. <clears throat> Thank you for listening. And I see my buddy Willie D's in the chat. What's up, Willie? How you doing, man? Give me a call anytime. Willie D, one of the greatest rappers of all time. He, he is absolutely immortal. And he is also a very good brother. And I have tremendous respect for you, man. All right, so everybody, have a good day. And I will see you soon. Take care now. Bye-bye.